Welcome back to What Have You. I'm Rachel Jankovic. I'm Becca Merkel. And here we are in the morning. together. And my hair is wet. I have no makeup on, but it doesn't matter because we won't be seeing nobody today. (laughs) (laughs) Except we drove through Starbucks and apparently the guy who helped us, we We know. We knew him. So NSA student. You know, alas, alack, the quarantine (laughs) failed us in this driving around time. Oh, man. So... Here we are. Yeah, we are all in the midst of the weird times. I thought one of my favorite, one of my favorite memes, let's say the favorite memes you've seen so far. I loved the one that was like, (laughs) it's only, it's only, I, no, wait, it's only quarantine if it comes from a specific region in France. (laughs) Otherwise, it's just sparkling isolation. Yeah, that was a good one. I was like, that's good, it's good. <coughs> oh, I coughed. I keep thinking every time if I have a little cough, you feel like, uh-oh, I'm public oh, enemy was, number when one. When I was in the grocery store, and I, it's like I didn't even need to cough. You just have to clear your throat. And you yes. feel like you need to make a public service announcement <laughs> that you are not ill. Also, there were a, a large group of people in masks. And traditionally, the only people here that wear masks are exchange students where that's a cultural thing that you do is wear a mask but so that happens year round yeah uh and but when i left the kids in the car when i ran in and when i came out moses who's my youngest said mom i saw like 14 scottish people (laughs) i said i was like scottish and i said how did you know he said they were wearing masks (laughs) Pretty sure I'm pretty sure it was not a big group of Scots Scots people out in masks, but how who am I to argue with my four year old? Maybe they had blue faces and that was how he could tell blue painted blue with a mask. Yeah, the pics were Mm -hmm. out in force at the window. Well, I think you just felt like I definitely (laughs) saw something unique happening there. There was a large group of people in masks, but why the Scottish is what struck him (laughs) killed me (laughs) oh man so we are i mean everybody's having weird times but here in moscow we we like to think we're having the weirdest of them all in moscow (laughs) no it's not true so far there are no confirmed cases in our county yet there there's a growing there's a lot of people have been tested i think and we don't know yet no because we have to send it away to boise to find out but Anyhow, so and you're so not far, sure if they'll have time in Boise like to check. Thirty-one people in the state that ha- have confirmed it, and and the closest confirmed cases are like two counties over. No, there's Kootenai County. That's, That's not so far. Is it's it? two counties over. Kootenai's two counties mm-hmm. away. But anyway, then um, where is it? Anyways, is it up by like uh, Kootenai up in yeah. Sandpoint or that area? Yeah, up north. Yeah, I'm, I didn't realize it was but two counties away. That's okay. Anyway, I don't know. We'd have to get on a map, but that sounds tedious. I know that... I was really shocked you when, don't I, go when, straight looked, from Leitai when I looked at a picture of Idaho with the counties lit up where there are active cases. I was really stunned to see that we have no active cases happening in the Frank Church wilderness of no return. <laughs> Actually, We're, Rach. No, we were, there's no roads. There's no hope no, of getting we were in just there. Down so. there, in like we drove around that, like whatever, last week or something. 
we drove down to Boise, then we drove up like four hours into the mountains to this little town called Chalice, which I will also say they still had toilet paper in the stores. Then nobody's panicking in Chalice. Not yet, anyway. Well, that was a week or ten days ago. But we were about halfway up the state again, like by the time we went up, but there was no way to get home. Mm. from that without going all the way back to Boise and then coming mm-hmm. back up again. So it was like... You can't cross the wilderness we could have, of no return. No, we could have gone all over into Montana if only and you come were back eagles. around that way. If only you were eagles and you we could have, have just been soared fine. above yeah. the Frank Church wilderness of but no return. But I'm just here to say that the, the wilderness of no return is quite large and we saw, I don't know, 70 trillion elk just strolling, <laughs> strolling about casually. <clears throat> Something like that. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Anyhow, uh, so what I'm saying is we don't have any cases locally that are confirmed, although there are some question marks, but uh, the city council shut everything down yesterday, so... We really are in that there's some deep belief in our city council. That we're getting ahead on the big thing that's happening. But it's very weird since it is not... Like, literally, at this point, no one in Moscow is a confirmed case. No, but... But we, you can't go into regular stores, restaurants, no. can't... You know? So it's it's un, and unusual we'll find out, time. We'll find out later if this aggressive leadership <laughs> did something for us. Or if it didn't. <laughs> or if they just threw grass in our hair just to be mean. Just because. Just because <laughs> why not shut down businesses if yeah. you if you have so, an excuse of a reason to think I know. about it. Or maybe we got peer pressured by the other cities that are shutting well, down. Well, I saw somebody said this and I felt that there was some real truth there is that whoever is making the orders to shut down businesses ought to not be being paid in that same interval. <laughs> sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, like city officials that are just like, well, you can't have your restaurant right now. Oh, man. They ought to not be getting their paycheck for the same <laughs> duration of time that they are shutting well, other people down. I do think no matter where you're living right now, this is one of the unique features is that this really is a global I thing. I know. It's so been so we're strange. All kind of having the same questions all together. But I feel like this is a great time, everybody. To be a Christian. To be a Christian and to actually have a moment of, let's go ahead and practice what we preach. How about that? Well, okay, I was just talking with some friends, interesting global friends on WhatsApp about this today, this morning, and I, one of the things that we were talking about is every once in a while, I will get a, um, and they will also, I assume many Christians get this, uh, someone being like, it's really interesting how you always think about being a Christian. And you're like, what? Like, and the, and the point being that for some people, it's really bizarre that one of the first things on your mind is God in okay. situations. So the example that one of my friends was using was sort of like uh, her husband talking to someone saying, you know, when they're driving it past a field of canola and the whole family is just sort of marveling at what God did. Mm-hmm. There, and that somebody came and asked them, like, but how? How do you do that? Like, how Was do this you? This person a Christian? Yeah, it's just that 
many Christians live a really deeply compartmentalized faith where they think like, if you ask me this particular question, do I believe that Jesus is the son of God? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, I believe that. But it's kind of like if someone said, do you believe that Providence is the capital of Rhode Island? And you're like, yeah. yes. But yeah. every day when you're driving around, you're not saying, ah, look at the capital of Rhode <laughs> Island's influence on this moment. Yeah, you know, sure. look at the reality of that in this, you know, and that the, that would be, they think of it as being something you know to be true, but that it stays in a category yeah. of, of knowledge mm-hmm. that is not all over your life. Sure. When the reality, it's not that Christians who think about God all the time are, it's not about us having an incredibly deep knowledge of a really limited, uh, like a really limited field of knowledge. Okay. It's that God is in everything mm-hmm. and everywhere and that God is so big that you can't help but see yeah. him. And the thing is, is in the, everything, the governmental leaders, big and small are dithering about quite a lot. But the question is who is actually in control of this virus? Who actually knows mm-hmm. everything there is to know about it? And who is commanding the situation? And it's yeah. very funny because the thing is, is you think how many massive empires has God brought to their knees before? Mm-hmm. And it takes, as we're seeing, not a lot to no. do that. A virus is enough to, but the interesting rumors, part. Rumors of a virus. Rumors That's of the war. Thing. War and rumors of war or viruses and In rumors case, of virus. Nobody is going down with the virus right we now were, in Nate Moscow. Nate and I were laughing that maybe the best social distancing would be social media distancing like maybe what we should all do is put a quarantine on our thoughts (laughs) well (laughs) (laughs) stop transmitting them one to another so rapidly but the thing is is like what do we actually believe about this is god in control of this virus or is he not or is he kind of like the moscow city council that's having a panic attack is he running along behind the rapid progression of the virus yelling at everyone to wash their hands better right no he is not no like he is sovereign he knows what he is about and and he's using this in our nation and let's just let's just like pray that it yields an amazing fruit Mm -hmm. honestly he's certainly got everybody's attention right now Well, and there's a wonderful thing about about people having to take a little look-see at how fragile the things that we've been given are, how fragile life is, how fragile the economy economy is (laughs) is fragile and that your life as you knew it for a long time that didn't seem really able to be up, like didn't seem available to just sort of unsettle the whole thing at one time. But man, something really little can do that. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I, I guess there's a lot of waves, a lot of choppy waves out there. But do we believe that Jesus is in the boat with us or turns not? Turns out, guys, turns out we do. And so... And do we believe that that makes an actual <coughs> difference on how you see the waves? Right. And should you be running around with your hair on fire in the privacy of your living room? And the answer to Socially that, the an, let me yourself. let me fill in for you that the answer for that is no. You should no, not be doing that. No, this is the time for us to actually act like we believe what we say. That and, God and is think sovereign. About, think about the fact that what Scripture says that what people should ask you 
is the reason for the hope that is in you. Mm-hmm. And if you are at home nurturing your little seedlings of despair and and sadness over the whole situation <laughs> or fear and anxiety or whatever that who is going to ask you how you mm-hmm. got all that hope growing because it isn't growing because <laughs> you're not doing that you're farming right? a different a different crop right so the concept is let's farm let's farm the correct things that yeah. that are actually only possible in the hope of Christ and the gospel and like that we know that God knows what he is about yeah and our job is to behave like Christians and during to glorify this time. him in that, and to be not at all and um, pray for our country, pray for our leaders, pray for your family, do all of that stuff. And I but would do say, it not just pray for. Just gonna throw this out there: pray for repentance. Yeah, because pray, like if you think as a Christian, and this is what's interest. This is interesting. We want there's a lot of deep, deep wickedness in our country. Yep. Let's just take one quick example we have all of the abortion bloodshed on our hands Mm -hmm. we also have in every little city that is now quarantined itself and wringing its hands we have had pride parades we have had we have been defiant we have been all kinds of things we're not praying that god will just spare us from this, but that he will use this for a time of great revival and reformation. And like, and if, if God was going to use a virus that sickened many and killed many and made things very difficult for us to call his people to repentance, that that should delight us to think of his purposes, bringing about his purposes. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and pray not, that we wouldn't And not be, that we want to be... And that we wouldn't be cowards in the face of God yeah. moving in yeah. people's hearts. And I've one of my friends mentioned that they've never had people, like, so willing to talk about the big questions. Because this has made people come screeching to a stop. Like, this is a stick in the, in the Actually, spokes of your bike. My high school kids were talking about how this is really weird, but they were like... This is the first time that they've experienced where you just start talking to strangers and you don't, you don't actually have to intro the subject. We yeah. all know what we're talking about. Like they went skiing the other day and so they're going up a ski lift with some random guy and he was like, so is your school shut down yet? You know, like, yeah. like it's just that or uh, my daughter was getting, um, spices in Winco. I sent her down to grab some of the bulk spices and she was like, yeah. And then, and just the grocery guy started going off about everybody freaking out about hygiene, but using the spoons and putting them in the wrong place for the bulk spices. You know, yeah. she's like, and you don't have to intro Explain it with anything like, what me. are we talking about right yeah. now? It's like on you know the what? front I've burner for everybody. I've also been seeing people who are living their, their entire social life for the week at Winco Mm, at the grocery store. uh There was a girl, a youngish girl, probably a college student who's had her everything canceled and is Mm -hmm. now just at home, Mm -hmm. you know, in the Apple department. Okay. Of Winco. Yeah. As I, sometimes I buy 40 pound boxes of apples. Like if it's a good price and it's whatever, I'll just get a whole box. Right now, I feel like that makes me look like a too much of a prepper. So I was just putting them in a bag. But I'm grabbing two apples at a time to yeah. fill the bag up. I do not have time 
to whiffle through the whole crate of apples to check if it looks lush because we're eating those at our house nine at a time. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so there's just yeah. no, we're just going to put them in a bag is what yeah. I'm going to do. Anyways, she turns to me and she's just like, well, I've just been thinking, how did we get so many varieties of apples? And I, and I looked at her like, what? Like, is this really the first time? And she said, and I got up this morning. And this is really odd from someone in this college age group to just feel yeah. like we have to talk. We're both yeah. in the apples. And she said, uh, she was like, and I just got up this morning and I was just like, why have I never tasted any apples other than Red Delicious? And I, and I was like, you've only eaten Red Delicious apples. She's like, it's the only kind I've ever bought and it's the only kind I've ever eaten. And I thought, where That's have really you been? That's really sad. Your... Well, but then I, I thought, well, the Lord just used a virus to get this girl out to find out about apples. Because I was like, well, you should. And she was taking one of each of all these different. She was sorting through all the honey crisps trying to figure out. And I was like, well, you are in for a good surprise because apples are a lot more than red delicious. Yeah. And she was like, oh, interesting. And <laughs> I, I thought that was so odd. But it was it. also so odd that, like, I thought that was a really cute thing that she was doing. But it also was just so odd that that was happening. Yeah. Like that I was there to talk with someone who was like, I have got to find out about what I don't know about apples. Yeah. And I don't know. I just think let's, let's just pray that America does not behave like Egypt in the face of a hardening our heart, the hardening more and of more. the hearts, the digging down, doubling down, refusing to like, there's a lot of Christian heritage in this country. And I've just been praying that this scare will just turn people wanna, back to Jesus. Can I bring you up, know? I want to bring up a, point that's been tickling me a little bit and huh. that is the funniness of just a second ago like the off messaging of some of the things we were all proclaiming to one another just a hot second ago oh i know because all the self-love stuff that is like you do what you need to do to make you happy and whatever <laughs> however it makes other people uncomfortable doesn't matter at all and now everyone's like no 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 wash your hands stay in your house you can't do that and like glenn you know and doyle though? even with her one that was like it was like, do, it was some, well, I don't know, it was some dumb, you know, do whatever you want to do. But it was like, and let the world burn. Like, <laughs> those are things that are only said by people who don't think the world can burn. Okay. Well, Dad and I were totally dying because we were watching a show. I think it was like on, on Amazon. And no, it couldn't have been Amazon because maybe it was Netflix. I don't know what it was. Why would there be a commercial? I don't know. Whatever it was. The commercial that comes on was clearly not up to the minute because it was like sports never sleep. And, <laughs> <laughs> and they kept playing it over and never, over. Never, no, never. And, we won't stop for nothing. And it was all about we, the sportscasters, also never sleep because sports never sleep. I think the other day and Luke was like, just the only on. sport that happened in the world was a Russian soccer game or something. <laughs> like everybody was like, I don't even know what to look at right now. There's there's no sport. And I have a friend. A I'm going to have to go down to the Apple department. You have to see the beauty in some of this. There was a friend who said that she's never seen their neighborhood with so many children 
outside, like oh, that, that there are children living in their neighborhood oh. that they've never seen because they're always either in school or on their way to a sporting event. Yeah. But they're never just loitering in their own yard. And I was like, you have to say there's something pretty cute happening alongside. Like, I don't know. It's, I had a couple a of girls. Time. I had a couple of my girls who spent some time the other day knitting down on the side of the hill bird watching. Mm. And I felt like, well, <laughs> we've come to a new place <laughs> when knitting and bird watching see, is one of your I feel like, okay, weekday activities. Both knitting and bird watching is more profitable than Facebook fear mongering. So, well, to say, so, oh my word. So think of like how much time do you have over the next however long this is going to be? I know at least for me, I have one week off of school and after that I do not know what happens but I have this week and I was just praying this morning that God would let this be like the like the double bounce on the trampoline yeah where you just like what can I and here I go (laughs) yeah we're like I can just get a double bounce off of that thing and get more done and and how many hours could we spend gloom and dooming hovered over our little blue light phones Having, oh, so bad, reading all of the, you know, differing... Worse and worser projections. Well, the people who deny it and the people who hate the people I who deny it. I think probably the most the people... interesting thing is that, that it's, that there is no, that experts disagree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that in the absence of any kind of social trust between one, yeah. one political faction to another... We just, you actually, it's very difficult to get a handle on what even is happening. So, and I think that that's why we, we were talking about that, that the data that every Christian needs to know and remember is the data that God is in control and that yeah. God told you not to be fearful and not to worry and that yeah. God wants us glorifying him and working hard and being joyful yep. and realizing that the joy of the Lord is your strength, not your hand washing, not no. your all the other nonsense. No. It's like rejoice in your place, which is yeah. in God's hands. And not a hair falls to the ground. You know, like there's God, another data. God knows. Not every, a hair. The every falls last... to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> not I'm a hair. He knows the number, the number of the hairs and on your head. It's true that not it's a hair true falls, that not a hair to, the falls to the ground. But also, I was, no eyelashes. I was, will be lost. I was having a little mashup moment there. <laughs> <laughs> Like I rolled right past it. I I was like, whatever. That's true. That sounds biblical. I know. So I would just say, like, what are the places where you might be tempted? One would be to. Oh, I know one. Blow the whole time on. Since I have another suggestion of a way you could blow this time. Okay. How? And that is to go ahead and let any seeds of unrighteousness in your marriage come to full bloom. Oh, geez. I actually know that pastors are more swamped than ever with the problems people haven't been dealing with. Because, (laughs) Well, because it's a real time of reckoning. Like, Mm -hmm. now you're just at home together. Now you're now yeah. you just can't keep the schedule is not keeping you apart anymore. You're just have to notice that. No, and you could clean house, but you could clean house in your heart. That's a good a good yeah. Way to wash spend the or time. The, instead of washing your hands compulsively, like check your yeah. heart, check yeah. your heart. But then the thing is, is but then it's you be, could the world is still very it's beautiful. beautiful with so many gifts and so much to be grateful for. That's, so much. I feel like gratitude is 
a really important piece of this. You have so much to thank God for right now. And you might have a worry about your toilet paper supply, but you'll be all right. How much do you have to thank God for? Running water. Your toilet. Toilet. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot. I remember that as a little kid having a bad pain somewhere. I don't know where, but I remember standing in front of the mirror with this bad pain. I feel like it was probably like my fingernail or something. It was one, it was like a (laughs) sharp pain, you know what I mean? Like where it's really bothering you. Mm -hmm. But, and I remember just standing there and thinking like my elbow doesn't hurt. Like I'm Mm -hmm. like, my elbow's fine. Mm -hmm. My back is fine. You know, my feet are Mm -hmm. fine. My, Oh, actually, now that I say my feet are fine, I'm pretty sure it was a sprained ankle. I think oh. it was a hurting ankle. But the point, the point is, I remember being like, my face is fine. My, yeah. you know, and, and that is a basic Christian practice is to look for the things you're not feeling right now to thank the Lord for it. Like, yep. do you have a nose? Do you right. have, is there sun? Are there leaves coming out? Is there, you know, there's so much to be full of gratitude and for. For a moment in history to get locked into your house for a little while this you actually have a lot of resources to learn how like, to do stuff have you still. considered have you thought of what if you couldn't order anything online that has crossed my mind and that caused me to panic just a little that would be but i mean that would be like that is such a luxury right I now know, but i was like please tell me you're not going to shut down before i get my tiles for the, my backsplash because I need to be able to tile my backsplash. Anyways, but yes. My yes, point, it is, my a point is simply the but luxury like, of being able to communicate easily with lots of people if you needed something. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. being able to, like, imagine having to send one of your kids out on horseback to try to rustle no, up a neighbor. And if you're feeling like, what am I going to do with myself? Make tortillas. Oh, tortillas. Learn to make a tortilla. Mega, I keep seeing King Arthur because of the flower shortage. I, know, I keep I know. seeing them. No, but it is really makes me laugh. It's what an entitled pig-headed people we are. People are on the Instagrams. King Arthur is like, since you're shut in, try making this glorious whatever. And then all there will be all these comments of like, stop flaunting that some people have flour. <laughs> like, people, <laughs> people are like, and I can't even buy it at a local store, you big losers. And, and you're like, you know what? Just absorb the beauty of the chocolate muffin and roll along, guys. <laughs> roll along. This makes me laugh. I know. Why would you make this about you like that? It's I know. just the I worst, know. guys. And the thing is, you probably have some flour in your cupboard. I hope you do. You can find some. I know and you can. And if you do, I have... Oh. Rachel and I recorded a podcast the other day, and we decided it shouldn't see the light of day, so we're trying again. Today. Yeah, this is our double, our so, next one. Yeah, so I um, already said this. If you want to know why, we're not going to tell you why we canceled no, it. No, we don't need to tell you why. No. You just be happy we didn't unleash just think, it. Just think that it would have been like that time your friend came over and you didn't have fun together. <laughs> is is that I already said this on the on the deleted okay podcast. I, won't, I won't throw that in your face that I've heard it yeah, before okay, all right. no I decided like now's the time to get a handle on sourdough because oh, I yeah. have never How do, have you got a bubbly going oh it's a going yeah are you feeding it, it now or is we're, it yeah in we the fed, no phase? we fed it yesterday I decided I wasn't going to take any of Rachel's 
Rachel's fancy well, sourdough starter. You, I, I told you that I would give it, it to you, but I think starting your own is actually a way that you develop a relationship with yeah. it, that you I'm, care about it. You've been I looking at like it. Aren't you looking at it? Way. Yeah, but aren't you looking at it every day to be like, what's new? Oh, with and you? it's skunking up the yeah. cupboard it's in. It does not smell delightful right now. It's definitely. Okay. We stuck it up in this little cupboard with some. You know, the kind of the liquor cabinet stash. I wouldn't have done that, but yeah, I put mine out where I could see it all the time because then it's much easier you, to keep it. You have a kitchen with counters, you fancy pants yeah, person. Yeah, I like to flaunt that. Anyway. You know, Becca, maybe you could get one of those white elephant gifts that I've seen a long time ago the necklace that holds your wine glass. The necklace. What? It's like a necklace with a big wood plank. Please so that say you can, no. It was like a total. It was like a total seventies. Oh, it was in a box. No. It was hilarious. It's like a man in a mustard turtleneck <laughs> with this necklace with like a wood plank that has a place that you can set your wine glass so you can hands free your wine glass. You should get one of those for your sourdough starter just to be really so in I tune. Can, so I can in smell t- it all day. Oh man! Just so you could understand it's every mood. But I'm just saying, you guys, that I decided it. Like up till now, I make bread a lot, but. Um, sourdough was going to require too much of my mental space. It was like, I can't, the timing here is clearly well, a let me tell you something. I've told you, but I want to say it. I want to say it to people on the podcast who haven't done sourdough yet either. Okay. Is that it is, obviously I can still make things with commercial yeast, so I'm not trying to be You're like. not too good for I'm, us. Well, no, I'm not trying to say that you have to choose one or the other. Like, you right. can obviously still do both in your life. But it is an alternate way yeah. of dealing with bread. And so it is overwhelming when you are not doing it. And you look at it, it's a shockingly huge amount of shenanigans. Right? Well, And I remember feeling like, who has time for this? I don't have time for this. But this is the part that I was going to say. It is so much more once you figure it out. And if you're like, Becca, quarantine is the perfect time to figure this out. Exactly. Once you figure it out, it's way, way more flexible. So once you feel like you have sure. a knowledge of it, mm-hmm. with a regular commercial yeast bread, you can really kill your window of having had that be useful. Like if you have a bowl of dough rising and you're like, but I have to leave right now. Mm-hmm. And when it can be, you can really miss the window. With sourdough, you can be like, well, I'll put it in the fridge overnight and I'll come back to this tomorrow. Yeah. That's not always the case. You know, I you just can just feel keep a going. little bit like, you know, I, I sat down with the tartine thing I wrote it all out how many steps there's there's a lot of like and then three hours later and then six hours later and then 30 minutes later and then 18 hours later and then a week later and then rewind seven hours you should have gotten it out of the fridge by now and then I was like okay I just want to pause and say it's clear that Becca doesn't know the tartine (laughs) recipe because none of those things happen none of them (laughs) actually it's totally not true there's two different stretches of three to six hours and a 30-minute stretch in the middle. Yeah, but that's not... That, what you said was an exaggeration. For I those never, of you who I were intimidated by what Megan just said, don't be intimidated. I don't exaggerate. I meant to send you a thing. I watched a video the other day. There's a guy... I feel like it's called Pro, Pro Home Cooks or something. Pro... Yeah, I think that's what it's called. But he does a video on 15 common mistakes with sourdough. But one of the things that he actually does that I was going to send to you Mm -hmm. is that 
he has downloadable, um, like, I don't know what, how I would describe it. Downloadable. It's like a time. It's, it's like he wrote out a sourdough schedule around life schedules mm. so that if you have a nine to five job, That's but you want to make sourdough or if you yeah. are a night owl and you want to be making sourdough, like where, mm-hmm. when to start the process yeah. and how to work yeah. it around your schedule. The part I disliked about the, I, I feel like I'm, I'm happy I'm getting this because I know I just have to do it for a little bit and then it'll feel very normal. Mm-hmm. But the part that was like, then you can put it in the fridge, but the next time you want to bake bread, get it out a week in advance and start feeding it again. And I was like, now see, I can't, I can't, if you're making it every day, then it makes sense. Oh yeah. You're talking about the starter, not the dough. Yeah. The leaven. I, I keep the starter on the counter and right, feed which it is, every day. Which would work yeah. for me if I'm making bread every if day. If I miss a day and feed it again, I, then you want to get it back up to a really hopping like if you have, if you missed a couple of days and it's looking, it gets that liquid on the top and it's kind of stank, then you stir it up and I need to feed it for a couple of days to get it really excited again. Yeah. Well, that's what it was saying. And I just was sort of like, I, I don't live a life where I plan a loaf of bread a week in advance. But anyway. But that's what I meant by that sounds overwhelming if you're thinking yeah. of it like it's a commercial starter thing right but if you're not if you're mm-hmm. if you're thinking of it like a different very flexible thing that you always have right. going on it, it's very different yeah well anyway I am trying to master the sourdough right now and we are we are into the feeding it's gonna be it a while phase. before you master it because I remember thinking when I started like well I'll give myself five years of doing this and then <laughs> and then Maybe in five years I'll understand exactly what's happening with the dough. Tur, I don't know how many years it's been now. Probably not five, because you probably s- three, maybe that two. I've been making it. No, it's been we were on Sunnyside when I was making it. Yeah. So we're getting closer three. to three. Anyways, the point with that is that even over this time, I'm trying sourdough on different methods uh-huh. still because yeah. I feel like every new thing I do with it, the oh, more yeah. I find out yeah. about it. Anyway, I I was. You're really critical of the way I speak of sourdough. Actually, I'm not. I think it's that... I I said the word master. That's what got us. Oh, I was saying, I don't have a mastery (laughs) of this thing, and I've been doing it for a long time. What I I actually meant, though, is that I, if people are... It is not uncommon for sourdough to have a panicky, overwhelming feeling to people who are not doing it. Cause when you look it up, there's a million different techniques for feeding it, for your yeah. scheduling, for how you build it up to make a loaf yeah. and how you, and everybody does it a million different ways. Well, this is why I was like, I just can't right now because with, with my life and my schedule, it just, it just wasn't going to slip yeah, yeah. in. So anyway, I'm doing that now and I'm feeling kind of fancy because I've got a whole week ahead of me where I can get some stuff done and I am going to sew some throw pillows that I, well, you know what I did? I was so proud of myself. My sewing machine was on the blink and it just, I hadn't had time. Like my daughter wanted to sew and we could not figure out what the matter was with it. And we took the thing apart and it was like, I don't know what I'm looking at. And so then the other day it was like, hey, let's bring that thing down and let's actually get it figured out. And then we changed the light bulb that had been dead for like years. The light had been burned out. We got that fixed. And 
So anyway, I'm going so to get the sewing machine out. We're going to, I'm going to try and sew some throw pillows. I, I think I'm going to try I and say finish upholstering a chair on our, sitting there. episode that we threw away, did I say I was sewing napkins? We talked about that. Yeah. I have been sewing cloth napkins from, because I'm cleaning out the basement, been sewing the cloth napkins with the fabric that's been in the stash for too long that I just always have yeah. kind of had. I'm like, well, what is this for? Are we right. going to use it or are we going to not use yep. it? So made a bunch of cloth napkins. That's fun with my cheapy, quickie, mitered corner technique that isn't sure technically a mitered corner. It's just a folded and smushed mitered corner. It's really not hard to do a mitered corner, especially if you get into a little assembly line of them. You can well, do them like pretty fast. Yeah, but I'm not, but I, it doesn't that for my purposes, this works fine. I, sure. I use my Dritz easy hammer, okay. which is a super thin metal ruler that you can just iron the fabric over on it and you can see that you're hitting a quarter inch so okay. you can like put it on and then just iron it's very handy and then once i've ordered uh, ordered ironed the quarter inch around you cut a little angle cut on the corner mm -hmm. and fold it down and then because you have your quarter inch uh you know, you fold it in on the diagonal. Mm -hmm. Because you have the quarter inch hem, you just fold both of those yeah. over and then fold it one more time and it will line up like a mitered yeah. corner. So if you right. just smush it even with your fingers, when you get to that corner, you just pivot the needle and you have yeah. a nice, it's like a little origami fold. It, yeah. it works. Um, and I know I've done other mitered corners, but I just, yeah. this is um, working for you. Well, for the purposes, yeah, just cranking fun. that well, out. And I have some, I have some down pillows sitting there ready to have the cases made and I hadn't gotten to it and I so I'm gonna do that and I have some beautiful velvet from Anna Anna Benham oh, velvet fun. you guys have we I'm sure we've recommended it before but she's a friend and she designs the most gorgeous 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 stuff anyway I have some of her velvet and a really funky town chair that I want to cover in that velvet it's mm. it's like a metal frame with just the seat in the back. So I might get to that this week. That'd I planted a ton of seeds. And so I'm We're anxious in, to see those. We got the brick around our fireplace finally <gasps> done. Yeah, and it looks so and good. And then we're going to do the... We're doing some more brick in our kitchen to... Um, Where? We're doing a chimney over the exhaust. The, oh, We're just cool. going to do a brick to the ceiling chimney over the exhaust pipe. Oh, fun. Because we have the hood, and then we didn't pay for the cabinetry to yeah. cover all that up. Cool. It's like one of those cabinet pieces that, had you done it, would have been yeah $12,000 or something. <laughs> we're like, I yeah. think we can live without that right now. Thanks. I finished uh, grouting. Well, I finished my tile in my little breakfast nook, and I was grouting it, feeling like, this is the most satisfying thing. I love grouting a tile because you're yeah. just mashing the mud all into the cracks and just yeah. squidging it around. And we also got tile for our backsplash, promising. so we're really all in the same zone of oh, and so the jobs. this is what I mean about the double bounce on the trampoline. Like let's, let's Lord like, willing, we'll have a double bounce. I hope so. Yeah. This would be really fun. But the biggest thing is to double bounce <laughs> let's, your spirit. Let's have it double bounce without the knee buckling. Yeah. <laughs> And biting your own tongue and as you crash hard femur. on the like <laughs> chunk. Let's not do that. No, thing. and and uh, so I do think this is just such an opportunity for productivity 
and cheerfulness and, and let's just say that it's, it's a, a fun memory for your people. It's a big it's a big opportunity to have your kids like there are just times when it's important to think about this. Maybe this will not be more than a little blippage in yeah. our rearview mirror later. Or maybe this will be significant. But either way, you have to think that your children for the rest of their lives will have this as some kind of a plot point and a mile marker. What happened? You know, where were you? What was going on when yeah. this happened? And and uh, and kind of like we're sinister people coming up here where we're parked. <laughs> we're like, what are you doing? Why are you coming up here where we are? Um, anyways, just that for their whole lives, it's like, what was it like? Yeah. When you had to be quarantined for that. Yeah. And I we think of that because my Daphne just interviewed Grandpa Jim about stuff, and you know, when he was like eighteen months old, he had scarlet fever, right? Yeah. And he got quarantined, and while in quarantine, got diphtheria and measles. <laughs> Gosh. And he was in it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, in, he was stuck in the hospital without his family for a long time as a really little kid. And anyways, my, my point here is simply, you think, if your kids for their whole life are going to remember this, are they going to remember your faith in God and yeah. your joy and you're pointing them to being thankful and being, mm-hmm. you know, instead of... And then there was that whole time where my mom just had her face glued to the internet and was stressing and barking commands at us all right. and shutting the blinds yeah. and being... We lived in a dim light. And we were only allowed to eat Dinty Moore stew out of a can. <laughs> and things were rough. We weren't allowed cried. to laugh in those days. She cried all yeah. day. She would call her friends and weep about the future. <laughs> and when you think about the Proverbs 31 woman, I was just she laughs at the days to come. Yeah. Like, your goal is not to be wringing your hands over the present or weeping about the future. It is to be laughing and joyful and, and also trusting God. not, like, Proverbs 31 woman, she reaches out her hands to the poor, stretches out her hands to the needy. If there are people that need you right now, this is a great chance to be generous, open-handed, and brave. And not mm-hmm. be like, I can't help you because, because you might have a germ. I'm trying to keep an invisible barrier between right. me and other people shopping for apples. <laughs> Gotta make sure to the not be is, a like, friendly encounter you had with a stranger at I the know. grocery store Look today. Look for chances to be generous and open-handed and help and... Maybe, like, honestly, right now in Moscow, there's, I mean, the virus isn't here no, yet. No, but I did when I was at the grocery store. I did make a point of thanking the people who are working there. Yeah. And just being like, man, how are you doing? What a time to be in the grocery business. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be another grief in your yeah life right now. Yeah. So. And so just, I think, honestly, be brave. I think there's a lot of people that need a good shot of bravery right now. And just... I'm fun. Jolliness. I'm go home today and Be help. jolly today. We're going to finish warping the loom. Well, no, we're probably not going to finish. We're going to take the next step in warping the loom so Lena can do weaving this. Wants to be doing some weaving mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. strange time when you're not in school. I know. And so just have it be a time of fun and making the most of what you've got. I have to say that the way you can have fun in this is through trusting God. Because it's very hard to have fun if you think you're the one pulling all the strings of your future safety uh-huh, and your uh-huh. and everything, your security and your safety, and you think it's all up to you. Then 
we would all of us would make horrific gods. We can't <laughs> we can't do any of this. We are way out of our depth mm-hmm. of everything. Mm-hmm. I think it's just it's much more fun to trust the Lord. Yep. So let's do it. And we are in his hand all the time. It's just sometimes it becomes more evident to us right. that, that we are sometimes, in his hand. Sometimes we get a shocking reminder that we are not in our own hands. And the thing is, even if you were just coughing and fevering away and couldn't get out of bed because you've got the coronavirus, you still have to rejoice in the Lord and you still have to be patient in suffering and you still have to rejoice in the Lord always and all of the things. You still have to behave like a Christian. So if you're still up and about in your house and you're not sick, how much, how much more? more? So. Yeah. Yeah. How much more do you need to do it now? Yep. So so let's all do it. That's let us, the plan. Let us do this thing, guys. Let's put on our game faces and, and be excellent. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I like that. Just sort of maybe a t-shirt. Put on your game <laughs> face and be excellent. <laughs> Because there is no ESPN right now. <laughs> because sports sleep sometimes. As it turns <laughs> Commerce never dies except for when it does. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Well, you all, you have a good, blessed, joyful time. And oh, I was going to say, just as a random, this is a tip from me to you. So many of us are going to be having church live streamed mm-hmm, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Here's a tip. And this is what we're going to be doing in our house is getting up and getting dressed for church. Oh, that's a good idea. Get up, get dressed for worship, show up to your service as people that are presenting themselves to worship the Lord, not slobbing around with popcorn in your jammy <laughs> pants. Well, it is. I'm not saying you can't be in your jammies and listen to a sermon. My point is that. I think that, uh, who knows? I mean, I don't, I, we, we don't know. So who knows how many weeks we're going to not yeah. be having a normal church time. And it is important to mark the day as a different kind of a day. Sure. And that's, we're going to try yeah, to do that. That's a good idea. We, um, it's been really a funny week because new St. Andrews just switched to online classes. So my kids who are at NSA, they've just been doing online classes and they're pushing ahead with all the material. But it is a startling time when yesterday I strolled into the kitchen in my bathrobe and I'm looking dead at Jemima's screen, the laptop screen. (laughs) And I just was like, (gasps) (laughs) because I just sort of like wandered out with my hair in a floof and my bathrobe. And she's like, don't worry, the video's not on. She's just listening to her lecture, making oatmeal for herself in the kitchen and she has her laptop there. So we were like, let's get some things straight. If your camera is on, you're going to sit over here. You may not point it at the bathroom. You're going to put it over here in this corner, and you're going to be there. But it's been kind of a fun, like, Belle sitting on the couch, you know, with her laptop doing her Latin class, and Jemima's doing a theology class at the dining room table, and I'm kind of getting to hear some of the lecture, which I will throw this out. Um, There was going to be a prospective student weekend, which obviously has been canceled, but they're going to do, um, like you can just sign up to do a virtual tour essentially, and you Mm -hmm. can hear the lectures and you can, you can do that. So I would totally encourage you if you've ever thought about doing a prospective student weekend, now you can do it without, without airfare, you can do it without traveling. And so if you have anybody in your house, that's like just interested in what is NSA and 
even if, you know, I mean, I think it's a great chance just to be able to get a taste for the classes and the faculty yeah, and what's going on. So I don't, I don't know the dates on that, but it's coming soon. So you should check that out on the new St. Yeah. Andrews website. That's All right, a fun well, idea. Get your game faces on and be awesome. Be excellent. Excellent. Or awesome. Game face on. Be excellent. All or right. awesome. Take your pick. <laughs> All right. All right. Until next time. Have a good time. Bye. Bye.